article from the mm. standard mm-hmm. he argued that interns mm. should actually pay the employer instead so he says this paid and paid intern debate is about graduate entitlement culture hmm Welcome back to Nosey's podcast with your host Melissa. On this week's episode, I'll be addressing something that has come to my attention, and joining me is Christian Kimama. Uh, let you introduce yourself today. Hello, uh, my name is Ian Christian Kimama. <laughs> I'm a photographer, videographer, streamer, and also part-time, but not really DJ. Uh, but you know, as a creative, you try to do as much as you can. Um, but for me, I basically started doing photography since I was a kid with like a Kodak film camera. And with that, I just ended up teaching myself everything that I know to date. So, yeah, you can basically say I'm a self-taught creative. Self-taught, I feel like, especially in the creative industry, most of us have been self-taught. As much as, for example, I went to... Um, degree mm. level mass communication mm-hmm. and I can say like 90% of the thing I things I taught myself to do with photography yeah. it, it was self-taught because mm. basically what you're doing in school is theory so mm. I believe, I feel like when you're self-taught you understand much better and you're able to craft your own yeah. identity yeah. and yeah. style mm. yeah, it's actually uh, very underrated these days because People think that you have to actually go to school and learn all these things, but how everything works these days is that you just need to go onto YouTube and literally learn everything you need to know. Everything is there. Exactly. Yeah, YouTube <laughs> University. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I think we have all graduated from YouTube University. But we had discussed like earlier, when you go to YouTube, you watch the videos, mm-hmm. and then when you go down to do it yourself, you're like, Oh my god, I didn't get anything. So <laughs> you have to go and do it again. <laughs> exactly. Like is this the same thing as like um is it Pinterest? Yeah. Or this like have five minute craft the sort of things. You exactly. watch the video, you look at it, you're like, Oh yeah, I can do it and then the next thing you have to go back and watch it again because you don't get it. Yeah, that's the thing. But it's a process and I feel like I feel like it's it's yeah. worth doing. Yeah. Yeah. At, at this point. Because I think even for me the one thing that I really also didn't learn like about school and all was you could learn all these things but at the end of the day you had to take a test oh yeah the <laughs> test oh <laughs> and, god and i think that's what makes the written test exactly oh, and yeah and i'm just forgetting everything you've learned and that pressure is what really just was it for me and i think that's why i just said i'd rather learn how to do everything myself yeah and if i make a, a you know a mistake somewhere i can just always redo it and I'm not going to be penalized for it. So I think that's what made me enjoy what I do now more than anything. Some people are actually not meant mm. for school. Like yeah. I, f- I feel like it's a personality. This is just mm. my opinion. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's just like a personality. Like personally, yeah. some people are quote-unquote allergic to sitting <laughs> down behind a desk and doing yeah. theory work. Yeah, honestly, yeah. Especially in the creative industry. I can mm. imagine like right now, me sitting down as a photographer mm. learning about a camera yeah and getting a test about it like theory mm. i can't sit like i would rather mm. just go outside and learn myself because that's just the basis exactly. it's a practical practice yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> makes sense makes yeah. sense <laughs> have you ever worked for a company like employed because mm. i do mm. understand create 
creative mm. industry you can self-employ mm. yourself and mm. you know yeah have you ever worked for a company before uh for me what i can say is i've basically been a freelancer through 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 and through because i've okay i've had the thought of actually working for a company but at the same time you see that's what i'm saying also like for a company it's like a job it's like a test because you have to like send right. them a whole list of things from a portfolio from your degree and all oh, those the things whole <laughs> the whole process yeah. and i'm just like oh god by the time i actually start planning to do all that i just can't i don't have if I, I just can't do it or i just don't have the time to do it's it it's exhausting to actually think about it yeah and it's it's so much just because it's like either might get the job or you, you might not exactly and so these days it's all about <laughs> connections you know as right. much as mm. you just like right you've mm. done your cv you may want to me a portfolio mm. but then at the end of the day the person taken is oh uh aliongena such and such a person yeah so you're like hey, okay exactly so i get that so for really i could work for a company but that's if basically they just hire me for what i do right. so they know like okay this guy can really edit we need someone who can do that like make videos of this specific thing and i'll be like yeah i can do that because actually that's what I'm, i'm even doing right now I'm making videos for a company but it's just basically interviews and all that so with that i can actually be like yeah if you need me to do something just ask <laughs> and right. i'll do it but if you tell me to send me a, send a portfolio something like that nah I I that's a job I can't take. Allergic to it. <laughs> oh yeah. So allergic <laughs> to it. Like yeah. cuz actually even most of the times I'm just recommended so someone just calls me they're like oh someone needs you to edit this and I'm like yeah sure. And within a couple of weeks it's done. Payment is sent and then that's it. Yeah, and if someone mm. like if it's someone new a client you want to get in touch to or they get in touch with you, you <laughs> can of course just show your portfolio the one yeah. that you the work yeah. that you've done before. Exactly. Right. But but the It's funny thing is I was actually watching a video saying it's, uh, it's kind of off topic but it's basically saying how your Instagram is not your portfolio. Oh yeah, right. And, and it was such an inter- interesting thing about it and I was like What do you think about that? Like Instagram not being a portfolio? Yeah, maybe back then it was, but now how everything is going everyone posts anything you know yeah and you can't really be guaranteed that that's your work that you've posted oh for sure for sure copyright yeah. issues yeah. and all that exactly because yeah. there are people who have i'm pretty sure got a many jobs like that where they've just posted other people's work and they're like yeah this is the work i've done because yeah. no people don't watermark uh, their pictures these days because it's, yeah. like it's not their instagram so you really know that that's their work but you know not many people know your page of you know i recommend it to you so you can't really know that that's your official work yeah and i think that's why even these days they say you'd rather even have a website with all your pictures and everything as your portfolio mm-hmm. which would make sense because uh, you know that's something you, it's curated by you and when yeah, it comes to businesses you can give them your site uh, like on a business card or email and be like yeah this is now my site it has your name and even you can watermark them and it'll be official looks official and all that stuff so right because at the same time how many people actually have access to instagram you know right because right. i know even even as it is now people are actually just leaving instagram more and more uh, just staying with one platform either twitter or facebook tiktok it's nice tiktok. tiktok yeah <laughs> like even 
just telegram whatsapp like you know people are even just off social media these days mm-hmm. so at least with the website mm-hmm. they can just you just give them they go on their phone type it in boom it's yeah. right there and these days now i've seen um this is company it's not kenyan mm-hmm. but they had come up with this concept where they have a qr code mm-hmm. i don't know if it's a qr code or it's a qr code on a card yeah like a business card sort of but it's yeah. digital mm-hmm. where like if you meet like new people you're yeah. say now a uh, videographer right yeah um instead of now you sending someone okay go to my instagram mm. and whatever whatever mm. they can just you give them the card yeah. i think you you give them the digital card they scan and then everything there you mm. know the contact your yeah. contact everything is just like right and i there. thought that's that's very innovative these days is people are moving away from just instagram and and mm. moving to something more mm. easier and efficient yeah because actually if you do think about it because you can literally have the qr code anywhere on your wallet behind your phone yeah in your case and you can just literally because i know these days phones are implementing on their camera app uh qr code scanner yes. so all you just literally have to do is just move your phone put the camera up you don't even have to take a picture it just automatically scans and gives you a website and yeah. you literally just take the website and boom yeah especially yeah. now with covid and everything i've mm. seen a lot of um organizations doing mm. that from restaurants to yeah. hospitals mm. yeah so i feel it's a great move forward yeah i think it's gotta be a slow one though because there's, there's even me when i see a qr code in a restaurant where it's like go here to go to the menu yeah. and i'm like no <laughs> i no. just want the menu here physically so i guess oh yeah you're used to the paper with a physical physical aspect to it exactly and i think even with that it's also a good uh show of how if you want to get something out there you'd rather uh, do it through word of mouth right than you know proper okay but proper marketing obviously will be the best but it's always word of mouth that will always be the best yeah. yeah in my opinion about it let's move to our topic for today professional slavery it's a term i found on twitter yeah. believe it or not and it came from a tweet from one janet machuka she had retweeted um a job ad. Mm-hmm. I'll just read it out loud. Yeah. Um, job description. We mm-hmm. are looking for a video production intern to join our team. Mm-hmm. I'll just highlight intern, mm-hmm. video production intern. Yeah. The video production intern will be responsible for designing, coordinating, directing, shooting, <laughs> and editing <laughs> true talents of mm-hmm. Africa video material mm-hmm. and content delivered for distribution on the internet that's a lot <laughs> now these are the requirements our ideal candidate should have fierce attention to technical <laughs> detail uh-huh. quite a word mm-hmm. a knack for storytelling and creative eye mm-hmm. a great understanding of football uh-huh. strong organizational skills in managing hard and fast mm-hmm. deadlines mm-hmm. strong communication skills and requirements <laughs> now these are the technical requirements mm. must be good at video mm. editing mm-hmm. which is adobe uh, they've written uh, all the suits <laughs> everything adobe <laughs> premiere pro mm-hmm. final cut davinci resolve mm. um then the other one is must have a personal mm. computer that can handle the editing software yeah, already access to one exactly because by the time you even get a professional laptop that can run those things yeah it's already a cost on its own but, uh-huh, uh-huh. now the next one mm-hmm. is have a camera capable of capturing high definition footage mm-hmm. they've put in um brackets mm-hmm. not mandatory but mm-hmm. would be an added advantage in the recruitment process mm-hmm. so that already you know red yeah. flag yeah right? exactly 
So it ends mm-hmm. by saying this is mm-hmm. an unpaid mm-hmm. six-month internship. Transport and meals mm-hmm. will be provided to the interns. University and college students who need an internship as a prerequisite for graduation mm. encouraged to apply. <laughs> so as you can imagine, I can, mm-hmm. you know, from you, yeah. your expressions, mm-hmm. a lot of people were not mm. happy with this. Yeah. And in fact, that's why they, they coined the term professional savory because mm. they were wondering why would you mm. list all these requirements mm-hmm. for an intern, mm. you know, reading from the get-go, you know, they have to they're responsible. It's not like they're under supervision. They're responsible for designing, yeah. coordinating, basically what a, you know, a, a mm. video producer does. Mm-hmm. So what are your views on this? Do you think it's it's justified <laughs> today, you know? It's ridiculous. <laughs> That's like, <if laughs> where do you even start like, with this? Because it's just basically like just saying, hey, you've gone to school for this. This is like, again, if you're a doctor, you, talk, you go literally learn for six years and then the hospital is like, oh yeah, come, do everything a doctor does now and don't get paid for we it. We won't pay you. Exactly. But what you're going to get is get this experience. Exposure and experience. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Gosh, that is a trigger word, <laughs> honestly. I think every uh, creative has a PTSD against that word. Yeah, you just, <laughs> I think something just switches in your brain like once you hear that word, it's a trigger word. Exactly. Yeah. Because the thing is, I never understand why they see what we do as free work. Mm-hmm. Like, is it because they see it everywhere they go on TV and they can see how people just make videos for them for free? Right. Because maybe they have that mentality because it's not in your watch like a tiktok video you, you know you're being entertained for free mm-hmm. so the, for them they're like why should i pay something that you know is free to the whole world yeah at this point and it just i don't know it just doesn't really make sense to me if mm-hmm. you ask me and it's i'm actually speechless about it yeah and all and it's something that actually just needs to be implemented in people's minds that hey it's still it's a it's still an actual job mm-hmm. that you need to pay for because yeah. if they uh, at the same time i don't think yeah, people know the amount of work that goes into all this stuff because you know when you do a course in photography or photography it takes like what a year or two mm-hmm. actually yeah. one, one of the shortest courses, yeah. courses you can do and they see they are like okay this is such a short degree like why should you pay so much for something that can be done because, you know, the, uh, for them, they see the recording process. You yeah. You're just recording a day, and they're like, yeah, see, the video's done already. And you're like, no, <laughs> you actually have to sit down, edit for, like, the next five days. Yeah. And make sure, like, everything goes well. And that's if, you know, edit nothing goes wrong. Edit, by the way. Exactly. Because yeah. there's, you know, that fear that, you know, this project could crash, and you just lose everything. Mm-hmm. You know, th- for them, they don't really know that. And at the same time, they also don't understand how much all this gear costs, you know? Especially mm. for someone, th- I think they're looking mm. for, because they emphasized mm. university and college students. Exactly. This is yeah. someone who, you know, is still supported by their parents, supposedly. Mm. Most most of them are. Yeah, exactly. So if it's getting equipment, that's expensive. And yeah. you can imagine now, this they're not promising any insurance for those equipments. Yeah, exactly. Because I remember when I went for internship at mm-hmm. um, KBC, we were told to get an insurance. Yeah. 
basically for them because mm. they were not going to of course when an intern breaks something the school mm. will be responsible so we yeah. got the insurance and everything mm. so i feel like for something like this mm-hmm. to be put forward as an internship is yes. exploitation yeah that's why they call it professional slavery because they, they is still modern mm. slavery to mm. a certain level because you can mm. imagine this person is going to the field yeah being that this is a football um company yeah. they deal with talents um mm. small small mm. uh young mm. people who yeah. like you know football and stuff mm. and this person is probably going to the field mm. they say the transport and you know yeah. uh, meals will be provided mm. but at the same time i'm carrying my gear to this mm. place what if something happens yeah. you know they'll just turn a blind eye exactly but at the same time mm. I looked at the comments mm. of the tweet and yeah. some were justifying this is a good step forward because mm-hmm. you shouldn't be picky. Yeah. Um, especially now with the un- unemployment rate in Kenya, mm. someone would see this ad yeah. being a graduate and they'd totally accept going for it. Exactly. And they'd find, okay, this is not bad. And it mm. someone was saying, you know, you can get exposure. Yeah. <coughs> you can get exposure. Uh, you get people connection you know mm-hmm. from the field and everything but mm-hmm. in reality you end up becoming this this emotional strain you get yeah especially when it comes to the creative industry because you're using your creativity you're using your mental yeah. capacity mm-hmm. to do all these things that's true so at the mm-hmm. same time there's there's someone like you would say this is unfair that you can't be doing this mm-hmm. then there's someone else at the back saying you know what i can just Mm. take this job and you know whatever so at yeah. the end of the day mm-hmm. it's a split mm. yeah between it all and and yeah that makes makes sense because at the end of the day it's it's just something that needs to be drilled into people's heads like at this rate i don't know if i should just make a shot with like all the price of the equipment i have <laughs> <laughs> just i think like i think i saw a t-shirt <laughs> like that so yes. but it was outside uko canada uh, some some photographer had made something mm, similar to that you know mm, yeah i'm just yeah showing all the pricing yeah, and stuff because yeah. it's like it's not an easy feat because even by the time you even get that equipment you have to also get it insured and that's also a whole other price you need right and it's it just it, <laughs> i'm telling you it doesn't <laughs> it just doesn't add up like <laughs> yeah uh, but at the end of the day i think this is just a topic that needs to be talked about more more often and all because yeah. you, you can't just be telling you know creatives that hey we won't pay you yeah there's someone here at a restaurant who's just you know serving people you know honest living and is still getting paid way more than we are and it just it just doesn't make sense mm-hmm. that we can't even you know be paid even on the same length like people just don't even consider that hey money is a thing when it comes to a creative yeah and yeah that's us my two cents even if we look at it in a someone in school mm. that mm-hmm. person probably let's assume they're in fourth year yeah they have acquired a certain amount of skills mm-hmm. so that is still valuable to a company yeah so even to look at it in that oh he just needs somewhere to be you know mm. not to be zurrying mm. around and yeah. you know unemployed mm. but this is money someone has spent to yeah. learn these skills so either way they should be remunerated somehow because mm. they are giving you something yeah uh, their skills mm. mental capability without them yeah. you wouldn't be able to 
and actually yeah get the get media the and, and yeah. everything yeah yeah, yeah. but the government uh has actually developed an internship policy hmm. for internship in public service specifically not uh, oh. private companies okay uh i just read a summary of that first i'll read the definition of an intern according to the government yeah so this is the criteria the person has to have okay. number one is unemployed okay they have to be unemployed mm-hmm. of course that's kind of obvious yeah then the other one is they have entered a government contract mm-hmm. with a government organization for a period of three months to one year this is the mm. policy that they've uh, mm-hmm. developed okay and according to the policy mm-hmm. an intern is entitled to a monthly stipend not mm. salary mm-hmm. but a stipend mm-hmm. and also annual compassionate sick leave they say the annual compassionate sick leave though mm. this sick leave is not a mm. mandatory right yeah it's uh, sick leaves are mostly found in the employment act for employees mm. So an intern is not actually an employee That's under the government. Yeah. And they're not entitled to the same rights and obligation mm. as an employee. Yeah. An employee by the according to them the definition of an employee is someone hired mm-hmm. in exchange for wages or salary. Mm-hmm. And apprentices fall under mm. this category. So you can't oh, go out there calling yeah. yourself an apprentice, apprentice and, yeah. stuff and you're not, you know, yep. employed and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, that's their definition. So technically this advert mm-hmm. falls in line with what the government is trying to defines an intern is they yeah. they they're not entitled to mm. a salary yeah that's the thing so you can't go in court and say oh you know uh this yeah. and this especially if you're working the government institution yeah you can't if you're an intern then that's it you 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 can't argue your case, case in court oh mm. you know i'm doing this for this and yeah yeah so it becomes mm-hmm. difficult that's true because i think about it as well um i don't even understand why when let's even like a studio house is even uh, let, let's say they're hired to shoot a commercial and when everything is done like, okay even that's yeah before we it's done like the us- it also depends with the company sometimes they tell you spend your money first to get everything done and then we'll pay after or sometimes they'll either pay half then if the company is very nice which is very rare they'll pay the full amount beforehand but most of the time the yeah it becomes even a whole issue when it comes to these studio houses because they usually rent out everything so they get someone who to do makeup someone to get the lights and everything so you know they have to do that all on their accord with their own money and then when everything is done it takes months before, before the whole you know full payment is even paid and i just yeah. don't understand of why is it why does it take that long to you know pay when if it's something else let's let even say like an event everything's paid for beforehand you yeah know? so why is that the mentality of like we'll always pay later there when it comes to creative work there's no yeah. regulation actually especially yeah. when it comes to the creative industry exactly there's no accountability that? either that's the thing because yeah. when it comes to contracts and all the contract is there but for the time even you if you file even a you know an issue with with the company then it's it's a whole process on its own and that's even more payments that and you they have their army of lawyers if you try to take them to court exactly and you see it's just a lose-lose situation for creatives and i just it's one thing i've also that's always been bothering me as well right about that whole situation but i don't know you have 
uh, point <laughs> to give about that? I, f- I, I, well, when it comes to personally for me, mm-hmm. uh, I've luckily or unluckily, I've mm. never had to <laughs> yeah, write a contract mm. or give a contract to anyone. Most mm. of my, thank God, <laughs> most of my <laughs> clients have uh-huh. been very nice people. Yeah. Do you find those ones who, when it comes to mm-hmm. paying, mm. there's a huge issue because mm. you've Okay, this person approaches you. They say, mm. you know, okay, fine. How much do you charge for this? This, mm. and this. Yeah. Then you, they, you agree, sort mm-hmm. of, because these are return, you know, mm. customers. Not the first time. Yeah. Um, you find that when it now comes down to paying the person, they mm-hmm. you agree with them. Yeah. Uh, okay, take me pictures and then I'll pay you afterwards. Yeah. You already know this person. They already know your work and everything. Mm. But then something changes and. They're like, oh no, can I just like pay in installments? And mm. Yeah, and all. <laughs> you just, you just nightmares. Mm. It's night. It's it's yeah. So I, mm-hmm. I, I, I really don't like dealing with such. Yeah, well, such. But it's the majority, like ninety percent of. That's the thing. Yeah. How everything, like <laughs> everyone's mentality is just really messed up when it comes to creativity. Work like if I was to ask you one pet peeve you hate about the creative industry, what would it be? Creative industry, as in just generally the community uh, itself or outside? Just let's say everything. Like, let's like, okay, let me give an example. Like, for me, I would say my pet peeve when it comes to shooting or recording is weddings. Like, a wedding is <laughs> off limits. Yes, because yeah. it's just, uh, oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, it's, it's stress. I know. <laughs> I actually I did one wedding, the very first one. Serious. Uh, yeah. It was some time back. I think I was still in school. Yeah. I had, I had, I think I had, uh, I just got in my camera, mm-hmm. and this wedding we were shooting for free. Oof. Oh, still that yeah. word, that word. <laughs> we, we always cry. <laughs> it's like imagine it used to do what? It was for a friend. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> makes sense, makes sense. And he was uh, trying to, you know, low budget. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just a mm-hmm. young couple. They mm-hmm. hadn't only come up, so I was like, okay, it's good mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. my portfolio. So why don't yeah. I do it? Oh mm-hmm. my goodness, mm-hmm. reaching the place for shooting, uh-huh. chaos, total utter chaos. Because we were only, I remember only two photographers. He was mm-hmm. also shooting mm-hmm. for free. Yeah. So just mm-hmm. Everything was total chaos because mm. you you can't it's it's draining mm. mentally draining because you can imagine okay here's the bridesmaids the bridesmaids should stand like this you mm. know there's the whole aspect of the lighting and there's this and there's there's so much going on like yeah that's just I can't and I was like from then on every mm-hmm. time I hear I'll come and do this wedding yeah I have to think twice mm. honestly because yeah it does it really I does think that's make one sense. Of my Perspective, yeah, because yeah. you know why I even brought that up is because I saw an article, uh, I think this week, where I don't remember the title exactly, but it says a hungry photographer deletes pictures because he hadn't gotten paid, he hadn't eaten. Oh, I, I saw that <laughs> one. I actually saw it today. I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for the context for the people, it's basically this guy. It wasn't even his friend. He was even giving him a discount on the, yeah. the shoot uh, for yeah, shoot just, his wedding yeah. and everything. So the thing is, that guy was shooting for six hours straight, and he wanted to you know have something to drink uh, or eat, yeah. you know. And the guy, his friend, told him, "Hey, if you sit down, eat or drink anything, uh-huh. I won't pay you." 
the girl was like, oh, bet. Deleted all the pictures and left. (laughs) And I saw actually a reply. It was, um, I think I I saw it on Instagram. It was Mm -hmm. a screenshot. Yeah. The screenshot. Mm -hmm. And someone was like, in an African wedding, this would not have happened. They'd actually Mm -hmm. be offended if you hadn't eaten. Imagine. So I'm just like, (laughs) people have the audacity to actually refuse you to even just drink or eat something small. After working for six hours straight. Slavery. <laughs> that is slavery. It is. Ati kosa kukula. How am I supposed to shoot your pictures? And mm. what if he faints? Exactly. What would is you do then? Exactly. Will you pay for those medical bills that you come can't. after? No. Yeah. And that's the thing. No one ever wants to be take accountability of anything that goes wrong. Yeah. That's when it comes to us. That's why even like if guys stolen, guys are like, oh, probably you can just buy more. And you look at them like with what money? Exactly. <laughs> the money that you're be being stingy with. And you refuse to give us to actually, you know, upgrade our equipment and everything. Whenever yeah. I I see such things like that, I ask mm. myself, okay, mm. put the client now. Mm-hmm. I I would ask the client, put yourself in my shoes. Yeah. You have a business. Mm. You want to, you know. You mm. offer services, of mm-hmm. course. Mm-hmm. Would you like the same thing to be done to you? Exactly. You know, being treated unfairly, would you like someone to not pay you or decide mm. in the middle of a there like I'm not paying you if you if you yeah. if you don't do this and this and that? Exactly. Would you do the same thing? Mm. Because now this is just an entrepreneur themselves. They just offer a service yeah. to you. They offer their minds. Basically their, their minds. Mind, their energy. Their energy. Yeah. And here you are trying to hustle your way through you know, okay, mm. I understand there are some people who just mm. up their prices just because mm. of name, mm. but there are some people who are genuinely val- like they have good quality and yeah. they charge you according to expenditure. You know, like mm. what he's worth. Yeah. But then you go and turn around and say, "Ah, no, like mm. this is this shouldn't be like this, or why can't you like do mm. it for less?" And I mean, you you can't. Mm. Basically, if someone would enter your shop and say, ah, no, do this, like buying a TV, right? Mm. Yeah. Ah, no, just do for me this much. You don't know how much it wa- it took him to, to yeah, import and whatever it is, and mm. he, uh, the rent, the electricity, everything. Yeah. You know? And mm. it's quality. It's mm. not easy that, you know, mm. big China or whatever it is. Exactly. It's good quality, but you mm. still want to mm. hassle the person. Exactly. It, it, it really baffles me, honestly. I think at that point we just need like at least just put in every shop showing how much this guy imported this for, how much the, you know the the truck brought it here, yeah, and just everything just to make it fair. Because at this point, <laughs> bargaining has become even like bread and butter. Oh yeah, like they just it's ha- like a thing. You mm. can't go somewhere without bargaining. Yeah, unless it's like a you know that's the thing. Unless it's a shop, unless it looks a shop looks fancy. Mm-hmm. And you don't really bargain because you don't go to a jewelry store and you're like, hey, <laughs> give yeah. me this for yeah, exactly. They look at you like, excuse me, sir, get out. You I see? think the only place you'd mm-hmm. actually justify mm-hmm. bargaining is mm-hmm. where Umenda Pali, you mm-hmm. find like, say, uh, a laptop battery. Yeah. You go to different places, you do shopping, and mm-hmm. then you find, okay, this is the price. Yeah. Say like 7K. Mm-hmm. That's the price of like a new laptop yeah you go s- uh laptop battery you go somewhere else and they charge you like what 12k you're like come on yeah it doesn't make sense it doesn't make i think sense. i think even these stores it's i think maybe it's something like to do with boundaries like i think they have all set their boundaries like they've all stood together and be like ah yeah 
we are all going to sell the same price <laughs> of this thing. I think I'll save in supermarkets. Work. Okay, depends also. Mm-hmm. But they'll always have this one item that's always the same price wherever yeah. you go. Yeah. And I think that's even one thing we need to start implementing as creatives. Because, you know, that's another thing with creatives. We're all stingy. We all want to be like, you know, this is my price. Don't copy my price. You know, and, uh, and mm. that's one thing I've known. I was totally like, why are you hiding your price? DM yeah. me for Ex- prices. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I think that's even one thing Instagram. You tax me. Like oh my gosh. <laughs> and you see, uh, and you leave a notice like the pages that have more traction are the ones who actually have their price there and then. Because I mean, I've always been to, I've come to a store and I've seen the price. I'm like, eh, I'll buy it. What's the price? Yeah. And I see it there. I'm like, all right, cool. Here's the money. You're able to plan. Now you go to mm-hmm. DM for what? Yeah, As in. By the time they get replies, then it's like, ah, you know, Joa. <laughs> Unless it's like specifics, like it's maybe a customized something, like a mm. you want specifics, that's when yeah. you go to DM. Yeah, exactly. Right? But, but these things about, Because uh, no. what I'm also just thinking as uh, something of late is that to think about it, maybe the whole idea of free came to them is because we're the ones who kind of came up with it because we were just like, okay, we'll do this thing f- uh, for you for free. Mm-hmm. So that you know we can add it to our portfolio, and I think so many of us have done that. That now they've kind of expected us to d- always do automatic f- exactly because they'll be like, Oh, so it's for your portfolio, yeah. And you're like, Okay, yeah, but the portfolio is full now, like it's it's done and ready. And I think you know, now you should pay. <laughs> and they're like, No, it's all good for free, you've always done it before. Because I think that's even the issue. Like, I don't th- I think we actually need to stop doing um things for free now because mm-hmm. i think even at least a small amount even if it's like 500 mm-hmm. let's start there i'll be like i uh, i usually charge way 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 more but just for, for you. now yeah just, just for now yeah just for now like one time offer you know that's what yeah. we need to start doing one time offers like yeah we'll do this at this price yeah some yeah. some do it i uh some people do it but because it's these boundaries that we need to set, yeah. you see? And I think that's even where this whole issue even comes from. Because we're not setting these boundaries with these clients, companies, and being like, hey, this is the amount, but first time offer, I will give you a discount and all that stuff. Yeah. And just grow from there. Yeah. And then hopefully people's mindset will change from that, and then, yeah. Especially Kenya. Yeah, oh yeah, especially yeah, outside, outside. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> like I think I even worked to the international client and they were just like, no, I, I'll even give an example. There was this um, um, Chinese company that uh, came to me, they wanted a lyric video and they were like, um, how much did you charge for it? And uh, that time I was like, uh, let's say 15K. And uh, they were like, cool, no bargaining, nothing. They were just like, were you surprised? You know, sometimes yeah. you get surprised because <laughs> you're so used to you're, you're gearing up to start <laughs> negotiating exactly. and negotiation battles. <laughs> and it was an email, so you're just like, yeah, it's 15 kind of like, okay, uh, this is what we need, this, this, this. I was like, cool. And the thing is, I think this took like a month to do. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of back and forth and asking people well, um, what was needed to be added and all that stuff. And I think yeah, by that week, they were like, you you can add the price up baby. I know this is taking a lot of work. <laughs> what? Like, yeah. Like, they say that. Imagine. Okay. <laughs> and I'm just like I was like, okay, sure. Twenty K. <laughs> and they were like, Okay, fine, we'll pay that. Wow. Literally on the the day I was done with the work, I sent them the final video that like, we like this very much. Where shall we send the money? Came them the phone number, they sent it. Done. Did did they have their own like um creative team? 
nothing like that. Because yeah. I feel like um, exploitation, especially in um, let's say media conglomerates or just creative organizations, yeah. some of them don't have uh, creative teams or mm. rather people who manage mm. the media side of things. Yeah. So you find there's a an out of touch mm. aura in that organization where they don't understand the value or the yeah the mm. value of this like now mm. what you're doing yeah so they they tend to undervalue mm-hmm. exploit you you know mm. um keep you up late hours working they don't even honor their contract some of them and mm. there's a lot of misunderstandings basically because it's not that understanding there's mm. no one there who understands like mm. you this is how it happens this mm. is how it should be yeah and that's where you get a lot of exploitation mm. which brings me to a story I read in the standard. Mm-hmm. I link the the article in the bio all across all the mm-hmm. platforms. Mm-hmm. There's this. Uh, let me just get the story. Mm-hmm. There's this lady who. Yeah. Um, oh, I think I missed it. It's not here, but I'll, I think I'll just summarize it. Mm-hmm. There's this lady who was employed in a company. It's it's not creative. Yeah. Um, I think it was around IT, mm. and she was supposed to work. Under a supervisor, um, she was supposed to do some. I think. Uh, mm. no, actually, t- I think it was accounting. I'll I'll check again. I'll just link. But mm-hmm. the whole story was, she was supposed to. She was interning. She was mm. supposed to go to a certain department yeah. and do some certain task under a supervisor. But she found she was doing something completely different mm. aside from what she practiced yeah. or learned in school. Mm. So at the end of it, mm-hmm. she was wondering, okay. You're send you're telling me to go get coffee and do all these things yeah. and all these other the mild mild tasks yeah. that yeah. I have not you know learned. Mm. What is the point of me getting internship if I'm not doing what yeah. I'm supposed to do? Exactly. They were basically given the tasks the office assistant was supposed to do for them mm. or with them, or yeah. rather just the office assistant. Mm-hmm. So you find in that case. Even in that advert I was, you know, I mm. read in the beginning, mm-hmm. the intern can be a spit in that department. Yeah. But you find they are doing these other jobs that they are not supposed to do. Mm. So even when someone comes and says, "Oh, just do the internship," you know, you learn a lot of things that you'd you'd use in your practice. Mm. You find such cases like this where you wouldn't even get the knowledge you're supposed to get or the experience you're supposed to get because someone just decided to become lazy. Yeah. And make the intern do the work. Mm. And some can even justify saying, you need to know everything about the company before you get to. Exactly. Like, it's a waste of time. It's a waste of my three, six, one year period as an intern. Yeah. Or even just working itself. Mm. Right? Anything you have to say about that? <sighs> well, yeah, obviously it's, it's wrong <laughs> to actually just make someone spend. You think she should have quit? In that case. I was actually thinking about that because I'm like, okay, if she quits at the same time, will they give her a good recommendation after if she quits? You know? The dilemma, yeah. Yeah. So you're just you're left in this weird uh, position where you're just like, okay, I can quit and actually go find someone that'll hire me, but with no recommendation, or I can just take it out and actually get a recommendation and hopefully get a better, better company to hire me and all that stuff. So really, at the end of the day, it just depends on, you know, you as a person, like, will you stand your ground or you 
Will you just not go with the blows and accept it from that moment and just take that sacrifice, you know, for the long run? Because I, for me personally, I think I would, I would quit. Mm-hmm. I don't think. I right have. now, the Ian right now would quit yes. for the Ian. Uh, even back then. Back I, then. I, I, even back quit. then, I would. Because I've always been a person who stands for myself. Because I've always been like, if you don't, you know, stand up for yourself and for what you do, then who else will, you know? And I was just like, yeah, I, I'm like, yeah, I would be like, yeah, enough is enough. Because there's only so much you can do as a person and for someone else at the same time. So I would just be like, nah. Mm-hmm. This is not for me. Because I know I can, I'm capable of doing even better mm-hmm. when I was in this company. So I'll go find someone actually who will look for that talent and be like, you, sir? Because you see, that's how you even prove it. Because once you stand that grounded, you're like, yeah, you know, you end up doing even something more amazing. There are actually many companies that have actually reached out to me mm-hmm. uh, from abroad. Uh, and um, they're like, hey, can you, you know, do this for us or could you you know review this thing for us and i was just uh, and most of them they're like i'm like cool but at the same time <laughs> they also think i'm in america <laughs> i don't oh. know why <laughs> so actually one company i think you should just remain like that i, I swear <laughs> you shouldn't disclose <laughs> no, that's until a, you become like big that's a bad <laughs> thing because now the company actually even sent me the money because uh, i had even oh, asked them the, the email and i was like hey have you sent for plus the shipping and all and they're like yeah uh-huh. i will send plus shipping and they sent the money then i was like oh hey uh the money for the shipping is missing and they're like oh sorry where are you located again i'm like ah uh, uh, kenya <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> well you, s- you see now <laughs> we, know, we need our money back because <laughs> they're like we right, thought you're in america okay. and we thought you know we could um you yes, almost had it exactly almost so close right so i was just like even right now there's also another company that had reached out for clothing and they're like we'll send you a free you know shirt to check out and you know if you want to you can post about it and all and if if so then you can we can give you a code so people can buy it as well and i was like cool but the thing is now it was limited to a credit card to purchase it oh okay so that time i was just like (laughs) where's the paypal like you know something easier to actually purchase the thing so even that one i couldn't do because of limiting small small things you know yeah but you know at the time if you just keep on doing what you want to do and just enjoying it and loving it then people will see it and people will be like this guy is actually good at what he does and it looks like he's enjoying it because that's mm-hmm. one thing you can be doing something and not enjoying it mm-hmm. and people can really tell because they'll just be like this guy looks a bit down but he has good content but at the same time i really don't you know see much about him i yeah. don't know if he's actually enjoying what he's doing so you're always hesitant but if you see someone happy doing what they love that's why even if you watch a youtube video of a vlogger you can see them actually enjoying making those videos and all, and you keep on, you know, come to the next video again and again and again because you know you're, you're having fun mm. with that person as well. So really, it's it's, it's two things. It's like basically, you, your work will speak for yourself, and you will speak for yourself. Right, and I think the most important thing is enjoying what enjoying what you do, mm. and that's where I think a lot of people are really fighting against this unpaid internships, mm. especially in the creative industry. Yeah, uh, because you find as i mentioned before 
the mm. depression aspect of it or mm. when especially if you go to this environment the working environments mm. where they're very exploitative they don't mm. respect you as much as you're just yeah um intern mm. you find even the work you want to do see if you're working in an advertising agency yeah and you're just an intern you get so demoralized you end up thinking twice do i still want to do this is this how the advertising mm-hmm. world is yeah so even the very aspect of uh just being in a workplace that is not healthy mm-hmm. determines a lot about that creative who yeah. really has a passion for that job mm-hmm. but there's someone somewhere who has someone up there who has decided you know mm. what yeah just an intern let them mm. do you know they're mm. unemployed they need this yeah so i should do everything you know mm. to make them <laughs> learn the way i learned yeah. basically basically it's like school you know when you inform one and mm. the you know monos are like uh <laughs> the the for the fourth years are like oh mm. you know you need to go through what i went through so yeah. nini, nini, so you can learn and then I feel like that's even a topic on its own. Hey, <laughs> it is a topic on its own. Yeah, so it's just the same thing and I feel it's very important even for the interns to get paid number one, mm-hmm. if it's, you know, something intensive. Yeah. And also to have an environment where they can learn because at the end of the day these are interns mm-hmm. who will one day be working and you wouldn't mm-hmm. want someone who's totally demoralized. Yeah. And not understanding, you know, this is this is something i love doing and this is how it should be instead of how everything mm. is yeah yeah That's and true. I'd, i'd like to read and i know you might agree or you might disagree on this comment it's okay. from an economist i don't know mm. if you know him david yeah. ndi david ndi david n d i it sounds familiar he's an avid sure. twitter he uh-huh. i read a mm. lot of his <laughs> tweets and i just um, mm. just swipe mm. whatever it is yeah so um on the topic of to pay or not to pay interns from the same uh, article from the mm. standard mm-hmm. he argued that interns mm. should actually pay the employer instead mm. so he says this paid and paid intern debate is about graduate entitlement culture vocational skills are acquired mostly through apprenticeships So this is a vocational skills. Mm. Apprentice apprentices are not paid. They yeah. pay. That's yeah. what he said. Mm. What do you think about that? That the the specifically graduate mm. entitlement culture. It makes sense actually. Mhm. But getting an intern to actually pay the employee doesn't really make sense because at the end of the day it's the employee who has the money. to actually pay but the intern is the one who's actually doing the job to get the money. Mm-hmm. If they had maybe another source of income then I guess that would make sense to some extent but mm-hmm. other than that it really yeah doesn't look like something that would work out. But at the same because I sent I was actually I was also having a point right now uh okay. thinking that there are some people who okay they're in this job line and have you know, learned how to do everything they've gone to school for it you know never actually has the guts to say it, but they're actually just bad at what they do ah uh-huh, yeah you know they actually because right. they just think because they have the degree means that I'm the best photographer uh-huh, <laughs> yeah. best videographer out there yeah and when you see the work you're like um did you actually go to school and then uh, even there's someone like hey 
<laughs> yeah. Like that school was not <laughs> a great school, you know? Yeah, yeah. And and you just left there like, okay, what am I supposed to do? Am I even supposed to hire this person in the first place as an intern? And all of that, this bad. Mm-hmm. And that's what I really uh, give advice to people who are even getting into this whole intern uh, maneno is that really fine tune what you can do. Like, go out there, take bunch of photos just take as many as you can of everything from people to animals to landscape to vehicles and just edit them and just find what works for you find your style and be like I, uh, this is what i'm good at i can you know add this and add that and move this and the picture will come out perfect you know because there's no point of going looking for jobs and you're still trash at what you do mm-hmm. it just doesn't make sense so even when it comes to video just go shoot anything shoot yourself your friend family family yeah and just edit something find your style because at the end of the day people will come and see what kind of style you do you know and they'll be like oh i want that kind of video that you usually do because yeah everyone can do like basic stuff like if you want to shoot like an interview or something like that so, you know you just need a mic a camera and that's it you know get some sand the, the corner of the camera and be like yeah yeah talk 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 talk, talk. So at this point, let me ask you, does quality matter? See, like now for the mics and sound and everything, does it matter? Oof. Yeah, you have to that big question. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I'm, I'm asking because there's a point. Mm. In fact, the sound engineer is mm. sitting next to me. I asked him, <laughs> uh, can I get this lapel mic for mm. uh, my podcast? Mm. And he was like, no, it's not not good sound because uh, there was a time i did an interview with the vicar of my church mm. and we just used the basic dslr cameras mm-hmm. and the lapel mics so yeah. we plugged one on his um mm-hmm. you know him and one one was on me and i interviewed him and mm-hmm. the sound was okay yeah but uh now when it comes to starting the podcast you know you're trying to find fans and they i find the cheapest mics are the lapel mm. right yeah so I asked the sound engineer and he's <laughs> like, nah, don't don't take this lapel mic. Yeah. But it's the cheapest. Mm. Like, nah, don't do it. That's why I'm asking, mm. you know. The question. Yeah, because, yeah. okay, according yeah. to him, mm. the mics we're using, call them what? Uh, what, the lapels? The, the ones we're using now. Sure <laughs> mics. The sure mics. Yes. We're using the sure sure. Sure. sure mics <laughs> just doing <laughs> sure mics. you can't say anything just doing it when they talk too fast that's what happens <laughs> that's, that's, that's how I get away with stuff I'm like sure sure, sure mics. mics and I'm like oh that one I, I know okay, that okay I'll take that noted <laughs> it sounds cliche but mm-hmm. disappointed but yeah if you've watched every, any YouTuber any tech YouTuber they'll say gear doesn't matter and i agree but the thing that they forget to say mm-hmm. is gear doesn't matter in the beginning in fact mm. i'd actually mm. talked about that in mm. the last episode of ah, the podcast really it mm. was about gear photography mm. myths mm-hmm. and one of them was uh gear you know you have mm. to get the best gear yeah, out there exactly so this mm. is something new i'm hearing yeah. uh-huh. and it's and it's so true because at the end of the day you can have the best gear but what you edit can still be trash at the end of the day so you just have to that's why my previous point work on what you can do best mm-hmm. work on the best edit you can and just keep on perfecting it every time and i think that's even the problem i have because i'm always like i did something i'm like ah, it's not perfect 
at the same time I show someone and they're like it's so good like bro like what do you mean it's not good and I'm like and I think that's the mentality that has made me grow better as a photographer and videographer is that I keep on just trying to make the perfect thing and with that you end up wanting to learn more and doing more and with that people will see the work and want to actually pay you more for what you do right so the right people the right people exactly and once you fine tune that then you get stuck getting the <laughs> and other, like once you perfect the outcome of everything you shoot and uh, edit then you get better gear ah and then that's when gear actually matters yeah. is when you're good enough i think when it comes to going back to now what uh, david d said about mm-hmm. the graduate entitlement culture yeah um, to some sense, it triggered me. Because, mm. okay, being someone who's worked, oh, sorry, studied mass communication, mm. I did, you know, everything across the board mm. from uh, broadcast to print to all that, acquired yeah. skills, went out, used my money sometimes mm. to go and uh, shoot something or do yeah. something. Mm-hmm. So by the time you're entering the field, mind you right now, mm-hmm. You can get someone like me mm-hmm. who's studied might not get a gig compared to someone who hasn't gone to school mm. but has gone out and done the work mm. and has a portfolio and they'll get the job. So as much as, okay, all that, we still have the skills. We've acquired skills, we've gone through school, we've paid like hundreds of thousands of shillings you mm. know, to go and study and go out and do that. Yeah. Personally, this is my opinion. I really believe and I stand with you by saying mm-hmm. at least pay your interns mm. something. Because yeah. at the end of the day, to me, it looks like, you know, when you pay the intern, they even learn how to price themselves or mm. value, you know, mm. understand. It's it's not a matter of what you know, just look from the side and, and see how everything is done and then you later on. Yeah. No, it should be if I enter the internship, hmm. saying um, whatever it is I'm doing in the creative industry, mm-hmm. I should get paid, and from that myself, I can learn even how to quote my own prices. Yeah. You know, try to understand clients and all that stuff, and where to go and where not to go. Hmm. Yeah, I, I I really believe that. I I don't think there's an entitlement. Well, I can say entitlement is not bad. Yeah, it's being knowing your value. If you're good, that is, you know, like you say, there are people who are bad. Yeah. Yeah, they're generally really bad. Mm. But if you know you're good and you have value, especially in the creative industry, yeah. then I, I I do believe you should have some sort of entitlement, for lack of a better word. Yeah. Yeah. Because what I'm also thinking, what he meant to that point is like, them saying that you need to pay the employee is basically like, do you think your work is good enough that you'll actually pay someone for it. Like, would you pay for your own work if you could? And I think, uh-huh. yeah, that's the kind of point he was trying to get people to understand. Because at the end of the day, yeah, you're like, I need to be paid for the work I need to do. But you yourself, are you, would you actually even just take the time and be like, yeah, this work is good, I'll pay for it. Because mm-hmm. if you do, then, then yeah, get paid. If you know your work is that good but if you just come there being like oh yeah i have a degree yeah, now pay me doesn't work that it way it doesn't work that way it's all <laughs> it's all down to um your portfolio basically mm. 
Yeah, exactly. So yeah. that's why you just rather work everything out before you even start getting a job. Right. And Most important. Yeah. Because at this day, like the people who I know are out there willing to help you out in shooting anything and just growing that portfolio for yourself. So you don't even have to go to a company and shoot, you know. Even just look for a friend's family member or your family member and just uh, ask them, Yo, does your, your, you know, uncle, auntie have a place that needs to be shot and I can go do something for them and, you know, build my portfolio from that. And then just, you know, from there, just start building yourself from there. And then once you're good enough, then you start applying and actually going to work for a company or, you know, for yourself. And you can actually dictate your schedule yourself. Exactly. There's minimal um, stress when it mm. comes to... Of course, there's the other stress out there of being a self-employed mm. creative. Yeah. But you find you're able to dictate and organize yourself well so that you're in charge of every mm. aspect of what you're doing. And there's, mm. there's no such thing as being exploited. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming in. Yeah. I think we've ex- ex- exhausted <laughs> everything, unless it's something else you want to say. Uh, no, I'm good. I'm it's good. It's written down <laughs> on paper. We had already decided, no, this internship expo- mm-hmm. unpaid was, mm-hmm. was something that a no-go zone. Yeah. Yeah. That's very true. Thank you so much, Ian, for coming. Uh, anytime. Um, I'll so <laughs> I'll link your socials mm-hmm. in the descriptions across all platforms where the podcast is found. Thank you, thank you. At Nosy's Podcast. Everything Thanks. will be down below. Thank you so much for listening. This has been Nosy's Podcast with your host, Melissa.